When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. I'm Kimmy. And this is 51 First Dates, a podcast all about rebranding dating. <laughs> because today we are rebranding Valentine's Day. Because we must. Uh, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being such cool little gems. Uh, we love you. And Liza, nice to see you. Hi, Kimmy. This always happens where we sign on, we log on, and then we um, like talk for an enormous amount of time. And we're like, oh, fuck, we have to record because we'll just be working. It's our warm up. It's our warm up. It's our. It is. Yeah. It's so that we don't chat about non sequiturs here on the podcast for you all. Yes. Uh, well, it's also like our friendship time, which is like useful. But then I'm also like, oh my god, okay, fuck, we gotta record the podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> we really should have logged on at six a.m. my time, but alas, we've made it, and we won't bore you chat, chat, chatting away. Okay, so today we decided because we all know what's coming on Monday, we're going to do a Valentine's Day rebrand. We are going to talk about new candy heart sayings. We're going to talk about. The Hallmark movies that are out this year and how we would reframe them. <laughs> Even though, Liza, do you watch Hall- Hallmark movies? Occasionally, but Ooh. not. I have it in a while. Occasionally, I'll throw on a Christmas one if I'm like drunk around Christmas time, which happens a lot. I enjoy that for you. I don't think I've ever seen one. Uh, well, that's actually straight up a lie. I have I have seen them on occasion for work. Uh Rebrand and then the, oh I'm sorry then we will get into the actual origins of Valentine's Day which is really fun and Liza I sort of need you to make a TikTok of it you have you have an assignment for the weekend if you would like one I'll send you something special uh, and then we're <laughs> this is how friendship works guys you tell your friends that they have to do things uh, and then we're going to talk about rebranding Valentine's Day we're gonna rant about different Valentine's Day decisions and then rebrand them so just gonna talk about Valentine's Day but not. In that way, that should make you feel badly. It's just February 14th. It's a day. It's happening. It's also a Monday. So, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I want to tell, I want to tell everyone about my Valentine's Day plans because if it does not convince you that Valentine's Day can also suck in a relationship, nothing will. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Basically. And then I want to hear about yours because hopefully they're nicer. Basically, Jeff is at a bachelor party this weekend. It's like his best friend's bachelor party, and he is landing. He's taking a red eye home on Sunday night, (laughs) landing at like 5 a.m. on Monday morning on Valentine's Day, coming home, working. I'm working all day, and then at 5 p.m., I go to class until 8.30 p.m., and then I get home between 8.30 and 9, and he will probably be asleep because he was up since 5. 
So like honestly, I think you just rebranded Valentine's Day. You just it's yeah. just another day. <laughs> like it's it a hellish Monday. Like, and he was like, I'm sorry, you know, maybe we'll get dinner. Like we were he was like, you know, what if we got like a nice dinner that Friday? And I was like, I don't really need or want to. Like I was like, you can get me a card if you want, but honestly, like you're gonna be traveling and like don't go out of your way. I know you love me. Like I yeah. don't know. I just was like, it's not a big deal. I just had a thought. Okay, bachelor and bachelorette parties, you're asking people to come celebrate your love for your single friends especially. Doing it on Valentine's Day is, I think, hear me out. I'm working through this. There might be a reason this is a terrible idea. It's actually a great idea. It's like, I'm giving you a fun plan, F Valentine's Day. Maybe not, maybe not, because you're asking someone to come celebrate you for getting married. But that's, you know, the cynical view of it. I, I kind of just think like the fact that a bachelor party or a trip took over Valentine's Day is a good thing, though. I'm, I'm trying to work this out. I think I was wrong, but for, for, for me, it felt like a good idea to be like, yeah, no, let's 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 take Valentine's Day off the calendar. Let's have other alternate alternative fun plans so you don't have to do the the other BS, which I think you can do bachelor party or not. But uh, yeah, 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 it's like I feel like it's a good vibe and it's, you know, I, I don't know. I I have never been a valentine's day person i think a lot of people are not and it, there's like all this pressure around it and it's always felt so like contrived to me even when i've gone at, out and had like nice you know been taken on nice dates or whatever on valentine's day like it just it feels weird and like there's all it's like new year's eve it's like there's all this pressure to have fun be sexy be romantic be this like damn it i'm like i'm just not interested <laughs> yep what about you? Do you want to talk about your Valentine's Day plans? Do you have them? Do you have a feeling on them? I, you know, terrible girlfriend of the year. I had like a long time ago, there's this um, Mexican restaurant in downtown LA that also exists in Mexico City I've been wanting to try. So I made reservations for this Saturday because, you know, it's a little further. And then I proposed we do that, but I we're, we don't, I don't know. We don't really have plans. It wasn't even Valentine's Day. I was just like, that could be fun. And then Tony was like, well, I was thinking maybe we could just like, taken from found oyster this like raw and seafood place that I like here on Monday night so I was like you know what that sounds really great too but I do need to get my plans in order because I don't have a present but also do I need a present like do we have to do presents I hate all of this so I hate it moral of the story or sorry uh, long story short just not really plans probably eat some food that we like and just like make Monday less shitty than it always is I don't know and I think you can do that relationship or not just like order the food you love on monday night yeah Why not? like try to have a nice night that's my valentine <laughs> yeah. to everybody there you go uh yeah, yeah. so uh, shall we chat consumption corner first Liza, before diving into all of the rest of it let's do it what are you consuming well you know what i watched per the internet's loud shouts that i do so uh not not personally to me but everyone was talking about the tinder swindler and I finally watched it. And what the F? Like, I, I don't think it was particularly well done or anything, but this guy is like a, a criminal mastermind. Like, how was he so convincing to these women? I won't ruin anything, but if a guy called you up and was like, oh, I need $30,000 from you. Can you take out this Amex Platinum and started asking these things? Wouldn't you, uh, wouldn't you get a little worried about what he was doing with it? And he's like, my enemies it's because of my enemies they they've 
deactivated my credit cards. I I don't know. It's all pretty dark. And there's a GoFundMe to help the women he's scammed because when you see the end, you'll be like, that's the end? So I don't know. I just, I don't want to spoil it. There's, It's not like there's a big spoiler, but kind of interesting to watch. Be careful out there. Yeah, it's always, con, con artist stuff always is mind-blowing to me because I'm always like, how could you fall for it? And then I realized like everyone falls for it because we are charmed by charming people and like especially like anyone who's like slightly charming and attractive. It's basically like cool. Yeah, whatever you say. Like it's it's really crazy and I always think like they'd never get me, but they definitely would get me like a hundred percent. Yeah. So like yeah. I feel yeah. like I, I saw that these women are – or I saw – I think in the documentary they're like people are calling us, you know, gold diggers and this. But that's kind of what I would be interested in because this guy – I mean, he's not bad looking at all, but he doesn't he, – he dresses like in like Gucci everywhere. Like it's not how really rich people dress. It's like – but if he's taking me on private planes and all this life is really easy, like I – Sadly, can see how that's charming, too, because he's not particularly charming in any of the footage they have of him. That's what I'll say. At all. It's so funny. Like, there's, you know how there are these, there are these, like, content moments for a while. It was, like, art heists, and now it's, like, con artist stuff. There's, like, the Theranos, the, the Anna Delvey, the Tinder. Like, there's a lot of con artist content happening, and I'm here for it, man. It's fascinating. It's interesting human psychology in, in both directions. Yeah, Crazy. yeah, it's honestly worth worth watching, like just for fun. Uh, yeah, but just tr- yeah, I just can't believe it happened. Kind of just whoa. Uh, what are you watching? I am not watching anything. <laughs> Unfortunately, the only things I've been watching are like films for school that I don't need to talk about. But I am going to do a non traditional consumption corner, which is I am consuming my apartment alone for the first time (laughs) since like a very very long time ago and I think in since COVID first hit almost two years ago I have had my apartment alone for a weekend once and I am like so so Jeff as I said is at a bachelor party and I got home last night and it's like I miss him of course but I also was like I am floating around my apartment like just a a dream in a dream state because I'm just like, oh, like everything is where I left it. And I can just like be irresponsible and fall asleep with the TV on. And like I was just like I was like cooking at 11 p.m. last night and just like do I don't know. It's just the the feeling of just like not having to make any decisions based on another person is really nice. And I know that this can sound annoying from someone in a relationship talking to people who are mostly single who are on this dating podcast to hear about dating. But I just thought it was like a good reminder as always that like there are things about being in a relationship that are really difficult. And truly I share a tiny space. I know this is not the case for everyone. I share two small rooms with my partner. So it is like a little bit more heightened. And most of the time it's fucking great. It's very fun. I love him so much, but there's just these little things about being able to, you know, make all your choices just based on what you're feeling at any moment. Not talk if you don't want to talk. I mean, not that I don't often say to him, like, hey, I don't want to talk right now. Stop talking to me, you know, respectfully. But, like, it just is a nice 
it was it's been a nice like 12 hours more than that I don't know since yesterday afternoon for me of like enjoying my space as a solo person it is a very like having the apartment to yourself is a very visceral like deep reminder that you didn't appreciate when it was always your own space when you had it always your own space or even if it's a different space like I'm trying to think of an analogy and I'm not coming up with an accurate one but almost like when you look back on a vacation and you're like oh my god gosh, I should have enjoyed it more. Like looking back on even college and I enjoyed myself, but oh my gosh, I didn't have to worry about that. Why was I so stressed about that? Totally. And yeah. It's like, it's uh, here's another one. This is when I, I have, I've had like a mild, whatever, something, bronchitis, something, whatever. It's not COVID. I've been tested three times, but I've, I've been like kind of sick in the past two weeks. And Every time I get a cold or I feel sick, I'm like, oh, my God, why don't I appreciate my body when it's healthy? Yes, that's very you know, good. Yep. Where I'm like, oh, my God, I would just love to have energy to go get a coffee, but I don't. And how do I take that for granted so much? And I think about people who really have, like, chronic illness, and it's, like, obviously, like, so much more heightened in that case. But that's how it feels, is, like, when you're just feeling pretty good going about your day with, like, a correct amount of energy and your body feels pretty neutral – you don't appreciate it. And then you're sick and you're like, oh. Yeah, like independence and freedom and being, especially for women, content with yourself is like such a dangerous thing that I feel like we've been told we we should be worried about having a partner. But it's like, no, that is an ultimate state of being, truly. And partnership is also great. But part, so we've talked about this, especially on our episodes with Shaney Silver, but there's a part of me that's like, oh, I wish I just embraced it and like realize the strength and that power. Like you need to have moments of being really happy alone to be really happy with someone, I think. Anyway. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> really got got into it there, Liza. I love your consumption. It's a, it's oh my a God. dream. It's not Starfish. Tradish, but Starfish. I was like, this is what's at the top of my mind that I need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Although right. I did watch Golden Girls to fall asleep to last night. My forever recommendation. On Hulu, correct? Played. Is that right? Is that right? Oh, yeah, it? baby. Thanks. Thank you. It just played until <laughs> four in the morning when I woke up for a second and then turned it off. Ooh, I just cheers my microphone with my coffee. Um, love it. Okay, so now we're going to do our, our quick hit pep talks. Uh, but, you know, every week this segment name changes, but we're going to do a really rapid fire round this week. Questions from you all that we answer really quickly. Okay, Liza. Have been going on dates with someone weekly for a month now, but next week is V-Day. Do we do anything for it? Um, <laughs> That is tricky. As someone who started sort of dating my partner on um, January 10th, uh, that yeah. was a tricky situation. <laughs> um, I think I was like, I pitched, like, let's hang out, but, like, let's go to the movies. You know, I was I pitched, like, the least romantic thing. I mean, we went to the movies and, like, got, um, <laughs> which I have seen, got Grace Papaya, like, chicken fingers and french fries. We ate, like, standing up, you know? Like, yep. it was, and it's, so I would say, like, you know, you can say, like, hey, do you want to hang out on Monday and not make it weird? Like, let's go to the movies or something. Like, I'm not doing anything, but, or I don't know. I would not push a like candlelit dinner with lingerie and chocolate and cards and flowers. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That's so funny. The only time in my life this has been 
an issue. I mean, the other time I just knew nothing was going to happen. But um, with a day 13, we were out at a bar the week of Valentine's Day on a date. And it was, we had met like the 4th of January. So yeah, pretty, pretty similar timeline, Liza. And I was like, let's look at like movie tickets. And I think that he thought I was like being one of those girls. He's like, to make sure we hang out on Valentine's Day. But I wasn't totally, but we like, we're like, oh, we could do, I, I feel like I remember it was a Wednesday and it was Phantom Thread, which is very funny because it's not romantic. It's like, yeah, I, I, I love extremely that Extremely dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we went and got like a drink before and we went to the movie theater where you can order food and drinks. So it was very, yeah. Like, like ghosts just propose going to like Death on the Nile, which is the cursed movie that is out. But I think like could be fun but like army hammer is still in it like everyone is problematic in the cast but it's still being released and i feel like there's some campy enjoyment happening on the internet of it so like go to like don't go to the new j-lo owen wilson rom-com you know like keep it yeah whatever you do maybe take make it a little more normal and don't expect anything right totally yeah and also if you don't want to mention it like if you are just like i want to avoid this whole minefield don't mention it. Like what I would do in this situation is, I mean, it, it also depends on a lot of things. If you're feeling like, oh my God, this could really be something. There's really vibes here, whatever. But if you're still like, this is just early dates, just don't mention it, you know? And like chill with your friend on Monday night, have a friend over and get takeout. Yeah. I would actually say if we're really rebranding Valentine's Day, don't do it. Don't do it this early yeah. on. Definitely don't. That's we're we're feeding into it. I feel myself feeding into it. Yeah, like that's what I was saying. It was like if you feel like you should and you want to, like, you know, when I was early in dating Jeff, I kind of knew really quickly this was going to be like a really serious relationship. So when Valentine's Day came around, it was like, yeah, we feel like we should hang out, but we still made it low pressure. If you are like not sure that this is going to be like a big relationship in your life, skip it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you 100%. Shall we do the next one? Very similar. Let's do it. Who do you send a happy Valentine's Day text to? Casually dating this guy. He's going to be away that weekend. But should I send a text? Or sorry, should I get a text? Send one? Another kind of expectations thing. Just happy Valentine's Day. It is weird to, if you're like, even casually dating to just not mention it at all. If you've like been intimate with someone. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. So here's what I think. Don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe this is wrong. And I feel like maybe... You're right, because it is weird to say nothing, right? I sent one once that was, like, to someone I was ca very casually dating, but it was, like, months of casual dating. Like, I sent a text that was, like, happy corporate whatever day with the eye roll emoji. But I'm horrible and deflect situations with humor and you shouldn't be like me. Like, I, I don't know. It's tough. I think, like, again, if it's someone – casually dating is is broad if it's someone you've been on like four dates with and you haven't slept with and whatever don't say anything unless they say something if you if it's someone I don't know but this is I feel like anti-feminist I guess it's like if you like them send the text also no we're rebranding if Valentine's Day the most feminist thing is if Valentine's mm -hmm. Day doesn't mean anything don't yeah let's just not 
Of course yeah. you can reciprocate if it's sent to you. We can't blame the people we date for conforming yeah. to societal norms. No, but also, but if you it. love Valentine's Day, like I have a friend from college who's also a friend of Carlin's. And um, I won't call her out, but she's awesome. And she just fucking loves Valentine's Day. And she's always, everyone she's dated, she's been like, make it a big fucking deal. Take me somewhere special. <laughs> I'm going to buy lingerie. You're going to buy me flowers. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be romantic. She does it with her friends. Like she is, she lo- she does like a Valentine's Day. This is like so cute. She does always like a little Valentine's Day photo shoot and social media post of like her wearing red. Like she's just really into it. Like the way some people are into Halloween. And I feel like if you want Valentine's Day to be a thing, you should make it a thing unapologetically. The way she does it, it's like, it makes me like Valentine's Day because she's just like, this day is awesome. It's about love. It's about sexiness. It's about flirting. It's about making people feel special. And like, she kind of owns it. And it always is inspirational to me. And every time I see her, like, you know, last week she's married and and has kids and stuff now, but she posted something last week with like, just like a, a really like amazing photo of her and her husband. They're both like stunning people just being like, it's coming. Like, putting him on notice you know whatever and it was but it's like funny like she's got such a good sense of humor about it so I really also believe that like own what you want it to be I want it to be nothing and I certainly don't want to have to put on lingerie or anything like that so I wouldn't text someone that I was casually dating this is such a good reminder the true feminism or just whatever yeah you can also embrace it so I think I've posted on her Instagram before my dear friend Annie her job is not she works in real estate but every year she designs like an amazing valentine that's clever yes. and quirky. This is it this year. I'm showing Liza. It's a love vaccination card. I just got it in the mail. It's so cute. It is the um, Department of Romance Centers for Infatuation Control and Prevention. It's really cute and funny. And each um, love, it's lovesick 22 is the dose instead of COVID-19. It's just super cute. And it looks like this, the real vaccination card. I was like, I hope she doesn't get in trouble for mailing I know. cards. No. <laughs> Um, it's so cute. That's it's so brilliant. So and she sends cute. it to everyone in her life. And it's such a sweet thing to look forward to. And yeah, Valentine's Day is not all bad. That's a that's another way to rebrand it. Technically, you can go either way. You can ignoring it isn't necessarily rebranding it, making it something that is different than Hallmark is. OK, yeah. cool. Should we go on to the candy heart sayings? Let's do it. Okay, so there are new conversation hearts out and the cut did an article by Mia Mercado about the new candy heart sayings. So Liza, should we quickly go through these? Oh, P.S. They're not good. The 16 new candy heart sayings. That's the first um, that's in the beginning of this article. And I agree. They're not good. So shall we read them and just say who we like want to send this heart to or what yes yeah. totally like a listener who or like a person in our life who maybe something like that I don't know yes for sure I'll go first because I have a good answer go time I would send this to you and Sarah Winter <laughs> why <laughs> oh just because it's fun I mean go time like not for sex obviously Sorry. I mean like for like let's like hang out party do fun stuff go to dinner like I feel like yeah, that's the vibe I want for this one. I really want to have go time with you and Sarah. Sorry, Valentine's everyone. Day go time. I reacted so strongly because underneath it, it said, "This is the about sex. this is the best new addition to the lineup," solely because it could be interpreted as horny. So I'm, I'm sorry. L- Ooh, oh, I'm well. so chased. Horny. Could be. Um. Okay. All right. Next one, oh. superstar. I would send you. Well, I would send this to you. 
but I'm also Aww. I'm trying to think I'm not I'm trying to think outside the box superstar I would send this to anyone out there who's feeling like they're working really hard and not really getting the credit for it whether it's at like dating because dating can be work at your job like if everything's just falling apart around you superstar you're beautiful you're hot you're funny and you work really hard so you're a superstar baby yeah <laughs> I would send this to my best friend from childhood because his AIM screen name was Superstar, and sometimes I still call him that. Oh my god, that is who you obviously know—an incredible AIM AIM screen name. I love it. Um, okay, number three, Uda Best, spelled Y O U D A, which is like, why is it spelled that way? But whatever. (laughs) Yeah, like why? Why are we doing this? Um, who would okay? Who would you send it to? Oh, okay. You the best. Oh, You're you the just best. went. Oh, sorry. Are we alternating? I, we don't. This game has no rules, Liza. So we who would you alternate. send it to? I would send you the best to my, like, mentor. You know? Like, <laughs> like this, maybe this is not, but just like a professional person. I Again, I work in a not as professional, like, buttoned up field. But I feel like I have one or two people who just keep getting me work, giving me advice, reading my resume, like, you know, and I would just shoot this out to them. I would like, I would shoot this to our dear friend, you. Matt. I want he's been on the podcast before. I would shoot that to him yeah. right now, too. Yeah. Our super fans. I would also honestly shoot this to my dad because he would say something like, you the best. <laughs> like he would still say yeah. that. And we'd say, why, dad? You have to say you da instead of you are the Yuda. best. So great. Oh, love it. The next one I actually love because I love saying this in life. Proud of you. Mm, This is a good one. I would send this to my mom. She's had a tough 2022. Very sweet. Proud of you is very much what you want to hear when you've had a tough 22. Yeah. What about you? I would send this to, hmm, proud of you. I'm going to make it more like someone who, okay, I don't have an idea, but proud of you to anyone listening to this podcast who has like subjected themselves to dating online or otherwise proud of you for putting yourself out there if you've been vulnerable even in any relationship this year if you have had a tough conversation instead of gone the other way like I tend to do and you've said your piece I'm really proud of you yeah yeah good one number five big fan <laughs> I like this I was on I was on this to Jeff because I think it's hilarious big fan I would send it to you, Liza. <laughs> Big fan. Aww. I love that. All right, number six. Crush, crush it. it. Ugh, I don't like it. it. Reminds me of the 90s like kind of language. It's so bro-y. I yeah. love it. It's like, let's crush it. Yeah. I would send this to all of our listeners. I yeah, just think, crush like, it. You know, like for dating, because it's a pun, because crush, go out there and crush it, you know, or crush it by sitting on your couch. We support you. Go for it. I like how this is all in the, what was that texting, SMS texting that we had where we didn't have as many letters? So we would be like, go yes. let number four it. I like totally. That's what go for when it you is. When you T9, T9 yes, word T9, thank you. <laughs> that is some millennial shit. Our Gen Z listeners are like, what the They're fuck like, are they what are they talking about? about? Yeah. Um, don't get me started on BBM. Uh, go for it. Hmm. I would send this to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I have to just Same. go for it more. Just do it, Kimmy. <laughs> yeah. I'm really struggling with my my responses to these. I'm like, who is this like Tony Robbins inside me? 
No, okay. I love it. The next one's going to be tough because <laughs> this is B-U. But this is spelled out B-E-Y-O-U. I'm like, what are the rules around you? No rules, I guess. Yeah. We've yeah. heard Yuda spelled out, proud of you, <laughs> the letter U, and B-U-Y-O-U. Okay. B-U. I mean, I would send this one to no one. No one. Fucking, this one sucks. Do not tell me to be myself. It's really difficult to do that thing. So just let me figure it out on my own. Okay. Fearless. Oh, my God. It's two words. Fearless. Oh, we're not doing this one, Liza. We are skipping this one. Unless you want to send it to someone. Sorry. No, I I don't want to send this to anyone. Everyone I know is brave. The next one is insane. The absence of fear does not. What is what fucking superhero movie is this from? There's some really (laughs) cheesy stupid movie where it's like being brave is not the absence of fear. It is blah blah blah. It's doing it anyway. Yeah. So you can fear as much as you want. The next one says, (laughs) "Good job." Good job. Like these are. If you had any doubt that Valentine's Day was a corporate holiday, like these are all about like doing a good presentation. Good job. Like this is no. Don't say good job to anybody in your life. You have to be a great job, or just don't compliment them at all. I feel like good job is rude. It means you didn't do a good job. Sorry. I would Um, give this one to Chloe, who I think (laughs) Chloe. Chloe is my dog, who is pathetic, and she is turning fifteen tomorrow. And she is uh, pathetic. So when she does the bare minimum, like eat, poop, sleep through the night, I'm like, good job, Chloe. Um, um, okay, number 11 is you got this. With a U, the letter U, I'm like, you guys, come on. Perhaps a fun way, new way to tell someone you have COVID. Otherwise, no. <laughs> you got this. Funny. We're not, that was our, our dear writer here. Um, way to go without a two for the two. Let's just keep going through them. I mean, I'm yeah. never going to tell anyone way to go unless I'm coaching a sport. Like, I don't yeah. know. It sounds like you have to say buddy after you say way to go, <laughs> buddy. I'm like, I don't like it. All right. The next one is high five. Oh, huh. okay. Like, I'll to my BF after we have a nice time intimately. Just yeah, high five, man. <laughs> we did. Yeah, it. like just flick that to him like a coin at the end. <laughs> so just like the jerkish girl I am. Uh, the next one is don't quit, which is not keep going. It is don't quit, which is just a bit upsetting. Oh gosh, the, the, yeah, these get really yeah. dark. Yeah. Okay. The fifteen, the number fifteen is chin up and push through. T H R U, of course. I don't but like these. These, these are, are bad. like, don't, these are like <laughs> terrible management styles to get you to work harder. I, okay, that was fun though. <laughs> also, the last three feel like bleak. Don't quit, chin up, push through. It's just like, so like, are they replacing all the old ones? I know some of the old ones are like a little problematic, but there's also like some ones that are fine in there. I think right? this is an addition. Uh, this year's theme of the new ones are words of encouragement. Uh, but I actually don't know. They can't take be mine and call me out. Yeah. And miss you? What about miss you? Yeah. Classic. All right. There's also a miss me. That's funny. <laughs> That's a rebrand, baby. Okay. That's when you're having like an existential crisis and it's like, I just miss me, you know. <laughs> just, 
shall we take a v quick break for our ad and then we'll come back Let's. and we will do the love you 2022 hallmark movies real quick and then rebrand the f out of the rest of valentine's day Let's do it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Liza, we are jumping back in. First and foremost, I want to say Hallmark is really, really good at what they do. They have crushed it. They have an empire. But we are going to rebrand their latest amazing holiday movies featuring lovely, lovely actors like Lacey Chabert, who I do love, um, and others. So for Loveuary, the movie guide, there are um, four new movies. And Liza, I'm going to read you the movie and the logline and we'll you know we don't even have that much info about them and we'll just say how we would add we don't even know if this spin exists in them or not yet but we would just talk about the spin we'd have add so the first is the wedding veil with Lacey Chabert uh the first installment of a new trilogy follows three longtime college friends who discover a mysterious antique veil fabled to unite its bearer with her true love lots of sisterhood of the traveling pants vibes I'm not saying anything oh my god the fact, sorry, I just dropped my phone. The fact that it's a wedding veil is so, oh my God, I think this is hilarious. For me, what would happen was it would, you you know, you, the whole movie you would think it was like uniting her with a man and then it would either like reveal to her that she was queer and in love with her best friend or oh, like yeah. lead her to a dog rescue place and she would adopt like a big sad pit bull. Or this is like not as good as either of those ideas. Just that like bear united sparrow with her true love. Like they just figure out that they are each other's true love, you know? Yeah. Three yeah. three some of friendship love. Uh okay, the next one, Liza. The wedding veil oh. unveiled. I oh also Lacey, of course. The trilogy. What was I thinking? This is brilliant. They are like launching week to week. Oh my gosh. Emma travels to Italy to teach and research a wedding veil said to bring its owner love. While there, she meets Paolo, the son of a local lace-making family. Woo! Now I'm getting under the Tuscan sun vibes. She falls in love with, excuse me, pasta. <laughs> Brilliant. The Wedding Veil Legacy. Third part of the trilogy, not even out yet. Um, coming out after Valentine's Day, in fact. Brilliant, brilliant programming here. Um, okay. Tracy is the last of three friends to take possession of an antique wedding veil they purchased together. So my theory was wrong. Uh, will it prove to be magical for her despite her cynicism about its legend? Or will she marry the wrong guy? One, I love that there's a cynical one. That's that's yeah. fun. What do you think, Liza? Yeah. How do we how do we spin this? Um, she's right. 
it, 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 her cynicism is correct. She realizes that the veil, it wasn't the veil. It was like a weird confluence of events that led people to just kind of like like each other at the right place, right time. And, and yes, get down. Or the veil turns on her and like it becomes a horror movie. And then the veil like somehow leads to her demise. No, just I prefer it to just be like a, a sad, like um kind of like a, a Jillian Robespierre style movie of like she realizes that she's fine just the way she is as her cynical self. Yes. What if there was a movie about, I don't know, your horror movie, a pandemic that only impacted couples? Like a social thriller kind of like. I'm just saying. That's someone a great is idea. pitching it. Copyright. <laughs> it's ours. Uh, okay, the final one. I think it's my favorite. Welcome to Mama's. After she inherits an Italian restaurant in Brooklyn, manager Amy teams up with a master chef to relaunch the establishment and make her loved ones proud. I mean, there's nothing problematic with that to me. Get that money. Get that money, girl. I love when there's... And then her and the chef get together. I love a chef in a rom-com fucking... It's a... The the Emily in Paris, the Devil Wears Prada, the all of that. Get food and sexuality combined. Come on, baby. Let's oh, yeah. This it. is Amy in Brooklyn. Yeah, I love it. I'm into it. I love when we get a little restaurant ownership in there. I mean, I guess if we were to switch it up, we could just make the chef a woman. But, like, also totally fine that. Just, yeah, love it. Okay. Pasta totally. for life. Oh. Dude, I kind of want to watch Welcome to Mama. <laughs> Me too. I also love the title, Welcome to Mama's. Liza, like, Welcome to Mama's. <laughs> I'm there. This is this is my aesthetic. It's, yeah. Uh, great. Love okay. It. So now Love we will switch Mary. over to our rant, then rebrand of Valentine's Day. We'll go through some V-Day traditions. Liza, I'll let you steer on this, but you can take or leave any of them. Or, like, you can start. Sorry. We, can, we don't have to do them all. And then we'll rant, and then we'll rebrand. Yes. Love. Okay. V-Day traditions. Number one, couples deserve a special day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I was like, you gave me one that doesn't make sense. No, no, no. It absolutely does. It, it's a, here's my rant. That's nonsense. You know, <laughs> I, I think that like it becomes pressureful for couples and also sometimes an excuse to like make one day special and then not treat each other well regularly throughout the year. Um. Yeah, my that's my rant. My rebrand would be Love Deserves a Special Day. I enjoy getting, I got a Valentine's Day card from my three-year-old niece who's been very into Valentine's Day. You know, like, I I enjoy saying hi and I love you to the people you love. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Couples deserve a special day. My rant would just be like yours. No, they don't. And I forgot. <laughs> we haven't really discussed. You're right, Liza. Like, who gets who something Valentine's Day can be so dramatic for couples um as well so and I would rebrand as everyone deserves a special day just as love everyone yeah special days are fun I just wish this one wasn't so like didn't make certain people myself all the time when I was single feel badly you know yeah agreed (sighs) all right the number two (laughs) b-day tradition you Wait. give little paper hearts or little mermaid squares with sayings like be mine to everyone in elementary school. I'm obsessed. Really great writing on my part here. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I guess my rant is just how stressful it was to pick the less romantic ones for the boys so they didn't think you had a crush on them. But that's, you know, that's the 
that's the extent of my rant. I loved bringing home all the, like the bucket of Valentine's and candies and just spreading them out. It was so fun. Yes. My rant, I don't have a rant for this except because I think it's perfect and I wish we still did this at work. And I've had coworkers in the past who have done this, who have bought like elementary school Valentine's Day punch out things with like little pieces of candy and just put them on everyone's desk, which I think is adorable. And like if I worked in an in-person office regularly where I knew everyone, I would certainly be the asshole doing that or not the asshole, but I would be, I would definitely be doing that. Usually I'm working with people I've only known for like a couple months and it's too much, but um, I... That I guess that would be my rebrand. My rant yeah, would be, this is very specific. When I was in elementary school, there was a girl who was a Jehovah's Witness who don't celebrate holidays. Like she didn't celebrate her birthday, like whatever. Right. So people didn't know whether or not to get her Valentine's. So you know how it would be like, there would be the same size stack on everyone's desk. No, no. I'm there would cry. always be like three or four on her desk because no one knew what to do. My mom was always like, just give her one. She can throw it away. You know, whatever. But like, it was just I'm upset. confusing. I still know her. She is no longer a Jehovah's Witness and she's a lovely, lovely person with like a beautiful. You know what? You know what I want to give her? The the proud of you heart. Candy heart. Yeah. I'm giving that to her. Proud of you. Proud of you. Yeah. Um, You could also rebrand it like my friend did by making your own adult. Yeah. I think like keeping that tradition going is adult Valentine's. Very fun. Okay. Number three. A good significant other will send you flowers or chocolates. My rant is that Oh, I do like flowers, but they're so expensive and chocolates make me sick to my stomach because I have no self-control. I mean, it's just so weird. How do you feel about this? I would almost rather the tradition was like, I, I don't know, nothing. I, I don't I don't have a rant, I guess, but it's such a weird specific set of items. Yeah. My rant is I love both those things and I love being surprised with them. Um, I dislike, okay, here's my, but an issue every Valentine's day, which is like, if I don't get them, I get grouchy, even though I've said over and over and over and over again, I hate Valentine's day. So it does for the people I'm dating, it's certainly a no win scenario. Yeah. And that's my rant. My rebrand is like, give me anything. My mom sent me cute socks with hearts on them this year. So cute. cute when parents yeah. send Valentine's packages. My mom used I to know. do that. Uh, yeah, maybe a succulent. I would kind of prefer a succulent to flowers. It lasts longer. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, I would. A plant. A and plant. then you have like a nice new thing and it, yeah. You can see how much you care about each other because do you water it or not? Yeah. Uh, Although, wait, can I tell you one thing that does warm my cold, dead heart? Yes, lot? please. It's. On Valentine's Day, this is in the past when people still went places and went to work every day in New York City and whatever. But in the past on Valentine's Day when I've been walking around and you just see all of these men walking home with flowers. It like, is There's nice. just something about it that I'm like, oh, like cute. Like there's just something sweet about it because you see so many people, you know, and you just think about like, oh, they're bringing home something to someone they love and like it's sweet. But I also agree. like you know no that's really good it's like oh it like it can I sometimes it would make me sad I'd be like oh I'm not getting any flowers send that's the send flowers to your friends who aren't in relationships too like maybe not at work but I think that that's sweet that's nice or that's not patronizing right it's just like I love you here's some chocolate or if you're hanging out with girlfriends on Valentine's Day which obviously I super recommend like just buy them flowers. You can just buy everybody a single stemmed rose for like not that expensive. And yeah. just when they come to your apartment, be like, I bought you a rose. Happy Valentine's Day. Like, 
flowers are nice it expresses love and care and you know we used to do that in high school when you know you would pass out roses we've talked about this before Eliza crazy tradition like one color red meant like love pink meant secret crush and yellow meant like friendship yeah so yeah you just like send each other that's in movies too where you send each other a secret crush but anyway totally okay um, um, we can skip the next one. <laughs> I wrote just so everyone knows. I wrote, if you love someone, you have to buy them things. Which you can see, gift giving is not my love language. I wrote oh these at six a.m. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just laughing. I mean, I think they're all great. My rant about that is, yeah, you have to buy me. So no, yeah, you do have to buy each other things. I'm sorry. Yeah, you do. It's true. You gotta. You got to fucking buy a couple things a year for the person you love, unfortunately. No, I'm just kidding. But like, you know, I don't, here's my, here's my rant about this. I feel like a lot of couples do the like, oh, we're not doing Christmas gifts for each other. Oh, we're not doing birthday gifts for, you know, we're like not doing gifts this year is like a thing. And it happens out of, I think like, you know, it gets harder and harder to buy the same person gifts because you've bought them all your ideas. I don't like that and I've told Jeff a million times like I don't want to do that but we we will often be like our anniversary is right after the holidays so we will often be like $20 limit like we do it's like it's about the thought and it's like you know he bought me like a backgammon set one year and it was like really he was like you know he's like I just want to teach you how to play this and then we'll have like a thing we can do after dinner that's not watching tv you know like that's very cute just like little stuff but yes you gotta buy some fucking things but it can be small it can be little small thoughtful derpy things it can be a succulent it can be you know a keychain with like a yeah. dick on it or something i don't know just, Perfect. just something yeah a vibrator exactly um. <laughs> okay here is a this is a great one ready people at work asking have any plans tonight literally shoot me horrible it should horrible. be against workplace policy it should not be allowed it should be considered harassment no not to make light of things but it's just like are you kidding me I just remember that happening yeah it's gross it's gross and it's another way of of ask it's another way of doing like the thing where you ask single people like how's dating going Mm -hmm. and it's not really that respectful and it's also a way of making people who are in a relationship feel bad because usually especially on a fucking Monday people are like no I'm tired like I'm gonna you know whatever we're gonna get takeout like that's yeah it almost feels like there's no win no in this scenario yeah you just say we're gonna get takeout and by we I mean me and me mother effer like I don't it's just please don't I don't know how yes. to rebrand this. It's just don't ask people if they have plans generally. Like even on a normal day, kind of like, what are you up to tonight? I guess that's a friendly thing, but I'm almost like, yeah. we don't ask each other that anymore because of the Zoom and the pandemic. I, I'm okay with that. Unless it's like, do you want to grab drinks as coworkers? Yeah. yeah. You know? This is, okay, this is how I would rebrand it. If we were in the office and these were long-term coworkers that I knew well and, like, didn't think I was a weirdo for saying this, I would be like, what are you doing to show yourself love today? <laughs> That's fair. This yes. would be – this is what you say to, like, your work wife, your work husband, yeah. your work partner. You know what I mean? Where you're like, listen, I'm not going to ask you about Valentine's Day. I'm going to ask you what one stupid little nice thing you're doing for yourself today. What are you buying yourself today as a treat? Another one. Yeah. If you have to love, if you have to buy things for the person you love, buy things for yourself, baby. <laughs> for sure. 
Um, okay. <laughs> this is a great one. A baby in a diaper shooting an arrow is how love happens. I always forget that about Cupid, you know? We can just let this one sit here, but like, we'll, this might be a good transition. We'll do the last two, and then we'll, we'll talk about the dark origin of Valentine's Day. Yeah. But. Here's my thing about the baby in the diaper. <laughs> I think it's just as absurd as Valentine's Day deserves. You know? Yeah. Like, it's nonsense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's absolute chaos. <laughs> and so is love, and so is Valentine's Day. So to me, sure, a baby in a diaper. Why Why not? All of Valentine's Day is made up, so it might as well be a fucking diapered baby shooting an arrow. <laughs> Brilliant, Liza. Like, maybe we should cut that part out and have it as the intro. I don't know. It just tickled me. <laughs> like, the chaos of a baby in a diaper shooting an arrow. It's so chaotic. What? Like, I just... Also, this is weird to say, but um, Tony really... Like his childhood pictures, he could be the baby in the diaper, like with the little curls. Oh he was God. such a little cupid, like a little baby in the diaper, like little cheeks. Yeah, I won't tell oh, him that. And but. like red hair, did he have <laughs> red hair as a baby too? Oh, oh yeah, like he's curly, and it was almost more golden red then. I feel so. Oh my God, like a Renaissance painting. <laughs> yes. All right. Next one. I did you see this one that I added, Liza? Did it share? Yeah. Yeah. Being sexy. I think. Yeah. Okay. You said this earlier in the episode, and I was like, oh, that's true. There is pressure to be sexy. <laughs> I clearly have forgotten. The lingerie stuff. Mm. This, okay, so this is so far away. He, talk, speaking of brands, <laughs> this is so far away from my personal brand. I've never owned lingerie. I have never taken a nude. I have never sent a nude. I have never, like, I would love to feel that good about myself, but I just don't. Like, I just, I can't handle the idea of that. So, like... To me, I just – and this is something that I would like to change about myself. I'd love to feel sexy sometimes, but I just, like, basically never do. So this is, like, one of my least favorite things about Valentine's Day. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I did because there was a request for a gift. I did I did the lingerie thing once, and I am so uncomfortable. I didn't even know how to do it. <laughs> I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, I, I get so uncomfortable. Okay, that's dude. All. <laughs> I was sitting with a group of friends from my grad school, uh, like I don't know, a week ago or something, and the topic of like nudes and like where you hit them in your phone came up, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I've never taken a nude, and everyone looked at me like, what? <laughs> it's like, guys, <laughs> is everyone taking nudes? <sighs> I mean. I was in an LDR, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But also, don't hack my iPhone. No. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. I mean. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe what I will do is. It's uncomfortable, um, though. Yes. Try to at some point. But yeah, this is a tough one. How do you rebrand it? Being unsexy. No. uh, hmm. Whatever makes you feel sexy, maybe. Like, feeling sexy. Like, Clearly, I'm repressed in that way. So maybe something that rather than being sexy, like figuring out a way to feel sexier, whatever that means. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I Yeah. I love that because I do feel sexy just in clothes. <laughs> like when I'm dressed <laughs> and I have sexy. when I'm showered and have makeup on and have my hair done, which happens. It happened like once a month before COVID. So you can imagine the regularity of it now. That's when I feel sexy and it's a pretty low bar to clear. Like, yeah, when I use like my like body scrub in the shower, I yes. honestly 
I like how dirty I've been lately because then I feel so sexy when I just wash my hair. You know, I'm like, oh, yes. yeah, baby. Or when you do everything. Like I had a moment a couple weeks ago where I had like showered, shaved, dried my hair. I had had my nails done recently. I like plucked my eyebrows. I like did a full suite of skincare. I like moisturized and I got dressed and like and like had makeup on. And it all happened in like a two-day period. And I was like, am I a model? Like I felt so fucking stunning yep and I was like oh and you are to take care of myself more but it's a lot of work and money too that's true I know I need a haircut so badly but I'm like "Mm, do I need to spend that on that yes I do I do uh and finally Galentine's Day no rant do this it's my only rant is that like I feel like they're taking it away now the, the companies but that's okay like it's all also the same starting to feel like a pressure you know <laughs> like get your totally. galentines here's a card but uh yeah there, it doesn't need necessarily I also just hate the term galentine and I just think of the rebrand is it doesn't have to be brunch it doesn't have to be that Parks and Rec episode it's more like the yeah. spirit of Leslie Nope in that episode like friendship let's talk about each other that maybe it's not a rebrand it's just like a let's keep the brand Let's not. I feel like it's like Loventine's Day. Like I really want this day to be about love for in all its forms. Everybody who is not, um, you know, a sociopath or something feels love. Right. Like we all love somebody or something or ourselves or an animal or whatever. So like, you know, yeah, show show love, celebrate love. It's it's love is great. Love is a really good part of being alive. And so a day to celebrate that I can really get behind, but and not go- the Valentine's Day that we have in exactly. our society. Exactly. And for Valentine's, I'm do I, I don't remember if this is in the episode, but like go around the circle of girls and say something nice about everyone of each other. You know, like one totally. at a time. That that is always fun. Okay. Dark origin of Valentine's Day, Liza, unless you have an alternative name for Valentine's Day. I don't. I don't. The 14th. Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. This is the, yeah. 2011 article by Arnie Siepel from NPR about Valentine's Day. Okay. It's a Roman tradition. From February 13th to 15th, the Romans celebrated a feast of Lupercalia. Do you know how to pronounce that? Uh, The men sacrificed a goat and a dog, then whipped women with the hides of the animals they had just slain. The Roman romantics were drunk. They were naked, says a historian from Noel Lenski, a historian at the University of Colorado at Boulder. Young women would actually line up for the men to hit them. They believed it would make them fertile. A brutal fete that included a matchmaking lottery in which young men drew the names of women from a jar. Again, this is NPR. This is real reporting. The couple would then be coupled up for the duration of the festival or longer if the match was right. The ancient Romans may also be responsible for the name of our modern day of love. Emperor Claudius II executed two men, both named Valentine, on February 14th of different years in the 3rd century A.D., Their martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church with a celebration of St. Valentine's Day. Later, Pope Gelasius, well, I'm not Catholic, muddled uh, things in the 5th century by combining St. Valentine's Day with Lupercalia to expel the pagan rituals. But the festival was more of a theatrical interpretation of what it had once been. It was, Lenski adds, it was a little more of a drunken revel, but the Christians put clothes back on. That didn't stop it from being a day of fertility and love. 
around the same time, the Normans celebrated Galantin's Day. Galantin meant lover of women. That was likely confused with St. Valentine's Day at some point, in part because they sound alike. Um, As years went on, the holiday grew sweeter. Chaucer and Shakespeare romanticized it. I won't read this whole thing to you. Uh, Handmade paper cards was like a middle-aged tradition, which made its way to the New World. And then Hallmark, in 1913, began mass-producing Valentines. And that's kind of, from there, it it ran amok. Um, Damn, I didn't know a lot of this. And usually I'm like, oh, yeah, like pagan rituals, but not so into this. Has this <laughs> movie been made eyes. by like A24 yet? Like, where is the movie about this? The is Lupercalia. It? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this would be a hilarious, like, you remember how for a while there was like the New Year's Eve rom-com and then the Valentine's Day and then whatever. <laughs> like, Lupercalia Day. Loop. Wait, copyright again. Liza. <laughs> this is, I'm going to try to remember oh this. my god anyway this hilarious. is what i wanted you to make a tiktok about because like wow <laughs> but no pressure what no pressure in the chaotic fuck i've been saying the word chaotic a lot recently as you can tell this is insane <laughs> but also here's what i would save from this like get naked and be weird if you want to on valentine's embrace day. chaos this don't valentine's hit anyone day. but you can have a weird um you know drunken sex party or you know any of it yeah yeah a chaotic valentine's day is a great valentine's day so you know with that i hope this was fun because it was really fun for me and i'm sorry for laughing so much at us (laughs) look i'm about it i now feel excited about the chaos that will be no i'm just kidding my valentine the, the like just unbelievable uh, marathon of a stressful long day that my Valentine's Day will be. Now I'm kind of like, great. I'm going to call it Lupercalia. <laughs> It'll be what it is. Yeah, embrace tradition, guys. Let's like, again, let's not rebrand it. Let's go back to the original brand. Mine is the hitting. Mine, Mine is, is the hitting. And the, the animal sacrifice. Um, yeah. Okay, <laughs> how dark. Wow, ladies, it's still bad, but it's not that bad. That's good. Okay, love you. I love you, Liza. I love you, Gems. I love you. It Celebrate is... love. We love all of you. Go on a date with your friends. Go on a date with your friend. Bye.